0: Good morning to everyone It is my pleasure this morning to Be the first to open this series on the doctrines of grace I would ask you to bear with me with my accent You know when you all year round you speak French It is (laughs) difficult to go back to the English the Lord as you will get what I want to share with you this morning I have to speak to you about total depravity and this morning I will ask you to turn with me to the book of Psalm and I shall ask you to stand up please and we shall read together this Psalm 51 Psalm 51 We shall read this text Together (laughs) Have mercy on me O God According to your steadfast love According to your Abundant mercy Blot out my transgressions Wash me Proudly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin For I know My sin is ever before me Against you You only I have sinned And done what is evil In your sight That you may be justified In your words And blameless in your judgment Behold I was brought forth in iniquity And in sin did my mother conceive me Behold you delight in truth in the inward being Purge me with Esau and I shall be clean Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow Let me hear joy and gladness Let the bones that you have broken rejoice Hide your face from my sins And blot out all my iniquities Create in me a clean heart Oh God And renew The right spirit In me And we think Is ever Before me And so You will be justified In you Where are we reading? We are reading the same book? What translation? What version? ESV Yes. We, are, we don't have the same. Okay. Restore in me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, O God of my salvation. And my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness O Lord, open my lips And my mouth will declare your praise For you will not delight in sacrifice Or I will give it You will not be pleased with a burnt offering The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit A broken and contrite heart O God, you will not despise Do good to Zion in your good pleasure. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then will you delight in right sacrifices, in burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. You may be seated. This morning I will not really try to speak about this doctrine in in the habitual way I would like us to listen to a man that has come to realize in his life his own depravity and through his experience he has learned the doctrine. This man is David. We are all familiar with David's sin. His sin with Bathsheba. We know how he tried to cover his sin. And then he managed to have a wire killed in battle. Still to cover. The Lord God kept silent for a whole year. David tried to keep his crime secret. He went through the motion He kept leading the religious sacrifices of the nation. He kept going to the worship services of the God of Israel. You can read Psalm 32. But as he was doing all this, deep inside, he was not comfortable. He was not comfortable. He knew that there was something wrong Somewhere In due time God decided to send him The prophet Nathan And Nathan confronted him After close to a year We have sometimes a tendency to jump on things But God takes his time In 2 Samuel chapter 12 we read how Nathan faced David In Second Samuel you did not see any indication, any mention of this particular prayer We have to wait until we read this song To know what happened On this occasion In David's heart The only Thing that is said in 2 Samuel Is that He did not Oppose Nathan When Nathan told him You are the man He just said I have sinned I have seen. And then he submitted himself to God in judgment. But in this psalm we see that at some point he was not satisfied with this meeting with Nathan. Nathan gave him We'll say absolution. We said, okay, the Lord forgives you. The Lord forgives you. That was Nathan's word. But David was not happy with that. He had to, he needed to have a personal meeting, encounter with God. And he prayed. And he prayed this particular prayer on this occasion. And not only he prayed this prayer, but he penned he wrote this prayer as a testimony to the following generations. Amen. In this psalm, he does not we do not see any blame on Bethsheba or Satan he did not say Satan made me do it Bethsheba should have dressed up properly no in this song he takes full responsibility for his sin. gave time to David so that David could see through this experience sin in its true light. God wanted David to see the extent of the deprivation of his own heart. Of his own heart. David was raised. In the knowledge of God. He was chosen, he had been blessed from his youth, chosen by God, trained in the world. The Lord has blessed him, he had fought Goliath and uh, he had uh, been preserved uh, against uh, his enemies. You know the story of David. And then he came to this throne reigning over Israel and here he was committing such a crime against God adultery murder this came to him as a shock he did the thing but over time I told you a year He had plenty of time to meditate To look at himself There was not, not what people were seeing But there was what he was seeing himself And there was what God was seeing He prays And he prays for God, to God for mercy He prays that God will Forgive His transgressions First of all we see that From the beginning He realizes that Sin is not, was not just a A transgression His sin was not ju- just a transgression what is the transgression the transgression is when you pass over the lane you, you 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 cross the lane you uh, you don't observe the law of God this is this is transgression that's what the New Testament tells us when you don't keep the law of God you are a transgressor okay but sin was not another act it was not just the act he realizes over time that it was not just an act that it, 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 it this act was the expression of the iniquity of his heart it is why he prays and he, he wants to be washed from his iniquity is if the evil that is in himself, <laughs> because sin is above all a matter of the heart Amen. wickedness he was a wicked man I said "That is was shocked uh. In verse 7 he says He realizes that He is a sinner He says that He has been He was born In iniquity I was brought forth In iniquity This doesn't mean that He was born out of wedlock it just means that he realizes that he is a sinner by nature from his youth from his childhood once he was born he was a sinner in his blood cells was running this sin problem man does not need training to sin (laughs) the only thing you don't teach man you teach them everything uh, not not to sin (laughs) he sins because he is born a sinner and this comes from his heart naturally naturally and this this is why David says I was brought forth in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me He prays for forgiveness But he prays also for purification Because he realizes that sin Not only is an act that you commit you do something wrong But sin pollutes When an individual sins he becomes dirty. In his cleansing, he needs to be washed. Sin brings corruption. And he felt the corruption of his whole heart. He understood his total depravity. He was depraved. And he was depraved From birth I said that He had plenty of time To go over that Over and over and over I imagine that David was shocked By by what he did After a while You know one of the individuals sin He sins He is happy When a Christian sins, he's happy in the sin. You know, sin is always something nice (laughs) at first. (laughs) But after a while, it's like a snake, the Bible tells us it bites. It bites the conscience. And the individual. Start wondering, loses his joy, and starts feeling the pressure. And I said that David had plenty of time to look at himself in the mirror and wonder what's the matter with me? What happened? How did I do that? What's wrong? How a man like me, with all my experience of God, all my prayers, everything I have done so far, and I have seen God at work, working miracles in my life and for me, to do such a thing. I don't know if we as Christians (laughs) have ever had this kind of experience you look at yourself and say what's the matter with me what happened, I said this I did that it's not me yes it was you <laughs> as I said at first in some circle, they refused to see that it is themselves they say, it's Satan the devil the devil make, made me do it not me. Yes, it is you. David says so the extent of the evil in his own heart. Even as a Christian, we have to be we have to be suspicious of, of, of ourselves. The heart of man is treacherous. Sometimes you figure out that you are right. And you are completely wrong. Every man feels that he is, he is, he is clear. clear. And uh, it's good sometimes to look at yourself in the word of God. Amen. Honestly. And uh, see what we look like. David saw The extent of his depravity He understood The wickedness Of his own heart He understood that his mind His heart His will Was Because the the will always follows the heart Once the heart is against God the will follows you will do the wrong thing David realizes in this psalm that he did not preach he did not sin against man he sinned against God and he, he said against the only Lord I have sinned because in his sin he was in rebellion against God he knew the law Because as, as king Every year he had to read The whole law of God Once a year That was part of his duty He, he, he used to teach the word To the people And suddenly he, he, he acts And he forgets What he has been teaching to others Most of us are preachers Sometimes we forget what we teach to others. I have a certain age. <laughs> this year I'm turning seventy-three. I turn seventy-three. I have a certain age, and from more than fifty years of experience in the gospel, I know, more than that, fifty, sixty, almost. So. Sometimes we teach things to people and we forget what we teach to the people. We do worse. We should not hide ourselves behind behind our little finger. David had done all this and then what happened? And you see him. Not only seeing his sin as it is rebellion against God, he, he, he made another constitution. He just uh, um, he says, "I was brought in, in iniquity, I was conceived in sin, and and God, you delight in truth in the inward." Being, how can I make it? He discovered his total inability. He can make it. There, there is a contradiction. You want me to be holy, and I am a sinner. What can I? How can I do that? Tell me. That is basically his prayer. God is asking holiness from man. God is God; He's holy. We just sang it a while ago. Man is there in his deprivation, and this man turns to God. He. Realizes by himself that he will never make it. He, can, he will never be able to raise up to God's standard. Some people, when they are confronted with this situation, they see how they are, deep inside themselves, they fall into a kind of fatalism. They say, well, I sinned, I can't help it. And God should not require that from me. Because He knows. Why should He ask us that? Some of the people will say, okay, uh, I have sinned. But next time I shall do better. <laughs> Roman Catholic do that all the time. They repent all the time, and they, they, every year they have to go over and over it again. They, they promise that next time it won't be the same, and they do the same thing. This is quite. This is quite. They keep falling and falling and falling Because they trust in themselves David did not Take This line of conduct Saying to God Okay Lord I sinned I did this thing but I tell you I promise you Next time When I meet the next Bathsheba I will do a better job no he has lost confidence in himself he understood that he cannot trust himself and his prayer was change me take over against you I have sinned my sin is before me I have done evil in your sight But now, Lord, I can't change that. So, take over my life. Purge me. Purge me. And I shall be clean. Wash me. Let me heal joy and gladness. Create in me a clean heart. You create in me a clean heart. Unless you do that. Renew a a right spirit in me. Restore me the joy of your salvation. This is a prayer. It says that every Christian should learn this song by heart. And after the Lord's Prayer, it should be the next prayer that every man should learn. Amen. He said, when you have done that to me, when you have cleansed me, when you have washed me, when you have changed my heart, in other words, he says, you ask me to be clean, to be holy, I can't do it. You have to give me what you ask for me. You know <laughs> this is what the Bible teaches though. God has to give us what he requires from us. If you figure out that you can give God something from yourself, you are you are besides the point. You don't know yourself, you don't know your heart. And you will end up in trouble God has to give us What he requires from us mm-hmm. You want cleanliness Clean me You want purity Purify me oh, yes. Renew my spirit Give me a new spirit Change my heart Then Then I will teach transgressors graces Your ways Then I'll start speaking again. I will experience the joy of your salvation, the joy of communion with you. And I'll start speaking to you, and I shall be a witness after you have blessed me. Then you will open my lips, and I shall declare your praise. Hallelujah. Brethren, if we want to be through witnesses, God has done has to do something in our heart. And when God has done something in our heart, has changed us, has saved us, has, has made us as we understand God's grace throughout us. When God has given us his, right, his righteousness from above, then we can be effective. Amen. Let us never forget, brethren and sisters. That we as men Are by nature Depraved And it is by grace That we are what we are The Holy Spirit is in us is the only one who enables us To live a life To the glory of God David prayed He prayed He prayed And he prayed Till he was Restore. May the Lord Teach us this truth By his spirit this morning Amen okay.